This episode of the Gateway Roller Hockey League podcast is brought to you by Quality Buick GMC in Alton, Illinois. Give Justin Windmiller and the folks at Quality Buick GMC a call at 618-975-8200 when you're ready for your next ride. And we thank them again for supporting the podcast. Game on! Game on! This is the Gateway Roller Hockey League podcast can't spend all your time in the box it's like I said uh, you know this game is all about uh, finding those holes one way or another welcome to episode six of the gateway roller hockey league podcast is it weird that my voice is also the voice that says this is the gateway roller hockey league podcast yes that is really I weird. really need to find somebody else to record that so I don't sound like it's just the Tom show featuring Tom starring Tom we have a limited budget yeah I know yeah. It's all right. We can find somebody with a relatively decent voice around the league to come and record something for me someday. So One day. One day. Two days. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah? Quinn? Quinn? Yeah, I'm good. All right. He's here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> way, to, way, to, way to pay attention there, buddy. Sorry. Had a big week. Lots of fun on Saturday. Hope everybody had a good time at their particular games. Mine was a bit of a, a drag, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get there when we get there, right? Yep. Oh, what is that chuckle for? I don't know. I was. I'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess where are we where are we starting at? We starting with? Uh, I guess it's it's what Christmas time right about yes. now. I feel like every month we're looking at a holiday, and uh, and we're just going to try to find a way to incorporate it into this podcast. And January so. is going to be real weird. It yeah. is. It is. We're going to have to look forward to President's Day. I thought that was February. That is oh, February. That is February. Yeah. MLK Day is MLK in, Day. That is, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, New Year's Day. Now that's That doesn't count because this one is technically for Christmas and New Year's. Oh, we're coming over New Year's Eve and recording again. Are we? No. Oh, I won't be here. I so. won't be here either. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Anywho. Let's have a, you know what? What's Let's that? Let's have a draft. A draft? Yeah. What kind of draft? We're going to draft Christmas movies. Oh, man. Okay. I thought you were talking about beer draft. I was like, you got a keg? Yeah. I do not. I do not. I have an abundance of guitar equipment, but I do not have a keg. Mm. That's What's that address again? Uh, Hey, hey, (laughs) hey, hey. Not giving that to you. You already know where I live. I already forgot. So how are we doing this? You want to uh, do uh, kind of a round robin kind of deal? Let's do a snake draft. All right. Who's first round? Let's see. Rick. Rick came up with it. All right. Yeah. You you just want to go clockwise? (laughs) Clockwise or counterclockwise? I don't care. Okay, you go first, and then I'll go. Okay. And then we'll go that <laughs> way. Tom puts himself second. I don't give a shit. Clockwise is easier for me to handle. I'm a very simple man. All you right. make me go You make all me right. go counterclockwise. Okay. It's like NASCAR. I'm That's not going to get it. Okay. All right, all right. The best one. I'm going to start with the best one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Damn it. Oh, man. Well, did you think that was going to last? True. I, I knew that That's one true. was going to go number one number overall. Number one overall. Good point. Yeah, I could. I can get behind that one. The, the, that one's classic. And really, I think the best parts are the parts that nobody really remembers until they see it. Like right. when he's up in the attic and he pulls out the the present from like 1972 or whatever right. it was and dusts it off. And it's like, oh, I forgot that. See, um, Russ, no lines. Right. That's that's the best one of all time. Yep. Yeah. It's up there. Not, should we just stop? Up there. It's up <laughs> yeah. there. Like there's, there's, there's great Christmas movies. Yeah, there, there is. But the all-time f- funniest yeah, easily the all-time funniest. There's another one that's up there. There is, that's funny. there is. I don't I think, think it's going to get to me. So you guys already made lists, and I'm just trying to rattle these off off the top of my head because my kids watch an abundance of Christmas movies, so I've seen like a thousand of them in the last month. Um, if I'm going to go number two overall, it's probably going to be 
the first Santa Claus with uh Oh, that's a good one. It's a classic. Yeah, with Tim uh, Allen. With Tim Allen. I almost said Tim yes. Taylor. That's yeah. not the same. I mean, it's the same guy. It's time Tim it Taylor. It is. It is, but it's not the uh it's not the the, uh, the his name, but yeah, mm-hmm. that one's great. I just I remember seeing that one when I was a kid and I thought that was the perfect Christmas movie. It was funny too. Yeah, just seeing him get fatter and fatter through the entire movie like when he's on the treadmill and his big old fake stomach's bouncing and it's like what the hell happened to this guy? And, uh, it was kind of a kind of a masterpiece in terms of Christmas movies. Yep. Yep. What do you so, got? So, Stubbs, was that yours? No, that was not. Ooh. All right. You ready All for right. mine? I know what it is. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah. See, I might that be the a- only person that hates that movie. Really? Yeah. What? I do. It's like my oh, least favorite God. Will Ferrell movie. I know. I know. It's so oh, it's like, I get it's a classic Christmas movie, but every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh, enough. It's too much. It's do like, you guys like Elf? I do. Yeah. 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 It's great. Okay. Is that what you're going to go with or no? No. Well, that no. was. That was. Okay. But right. I have others. Okay. All right. Well, what's yours? So I have, I, have, I get two, right? You do? Yeah, you get two. So A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. One. You that one. Yeah. That's, that's got to be number two overall. Yeah, I think two overall is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree. I like my pick. <laughs> I like Come on. You don't like, like that movie a, either? No, no, no. I love that movie. Okay. On Christmas Day, I watch it's it. It's a combination like, the entire of wholesome movie. And, and humor mixed in the same one. Yeah. yeah. There's you a know? sequel. Did you know that? I did There's not. been a few sequels. Well, like one that's out now on HBO. Yeah, it just came out, and it's on Disney, I think. HBO. I HBO. Yeah. And he's an old... It's the same cast. Like, it's the same kid, right. but he's like an old man at this point. Huh. And uh, yeah, I don't, we haven't watched it yet. Um, yeah, it's a good one, though. That's a good pick. My next one... Home Alone. Okay, Ooh. which one though? No, wait yeah. a first minute. One. Wait a okay. god, a first. That's a All Christmas right. movie. Is that a Christmas movie officially? Hell yeah, it is. Hey, if that I one think, gets you upset, what are you talking about? I'm oh, really you're going piss to, you off. I know where you're going. They're going to Paris. I know. For I know. I just. I guess I don't count Home Alone as a Christmas movie for some reason right, because so when I was a kid, I watched it year round. <laughs> right, it's just well, weird. I know. Yeah. I know. Go ahead. I, okay, so I'm going Home Alone, New York City, and <laughs> okay, I love the scene. Court and I love the scene of when. He's throwing the bricks from the top, and Marv can't can't talk because he keeps getting hit in, <laughs> in the head with the bricks. And he's like, hush, hush. And "Another brick comes flying down at him." That the creepy bird lady in the in the orchestra uh, thing yeah. that was a little yeah. bit much for me. But um, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like the the creepy was it the neighbor in the first one? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. 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 It's some sort of so called creepy person that turns out to be right. really good. I, I feel yeah. like the second yeah. one was like a total rehash in a lot of ways, but it still had the same charm. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they didn't they didn't water it down to the point that they did in the later movies. And when you're making the money, have, keep making hey, the you money. Got, you, yeah. Uh I think pick number three for me, and I know this is probably an unpopular pick, but is Jingle All the this Way. Is, this is pick two for you, by pick the way. Pick two. Oh, okay, sorry. Pick pick two for me is Jingle All the Way. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't know that one. That's is the that? Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. Yeah. and and uh Sinbad or fighting over the toy. And it's it's really kind of a terrible movie because because it's just it's kind of the end of. So that. it's another bad pick by you. No, it's a bad movie, <laughs> but it's a great Christmas movie. I okay. have good picks. Right. You, the, Santa Claus is a good pick. It's I mean, a good pick. I just think that Christmas Story or might have been number two. Nah, yeah. I mean, it, and not, it's debatable. Not my it's all for up for debate, right? Yeah, that's right. It is. All right, Rick, we got. I'm gonna go with the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, See, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's good. Everyone talks about how great it is, but and that's not it. my controversial one. Either. It's creepy good. Like it's really? if you like kind of weird stuff, like Tim Burton, obviously, like it's it's good. It could be a Halloween mm. movie too. Yeah, yeah, it could kind of be both. It's like the Grinch for goth kids, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect. And All the right. 90s, yeah. All right, my second one, third one, third. Yeah, yeah my third your third pick. I can count now. <laughs> um, Gremlins. 
That's a Christmas movie. Sure. Hmm. All right. It's as much of a Christmas movie as Home Alone is. Yeah, I guess. All right. I can go. Be- I can get behind that. That's a good one. That is a good one. You thought I was going somewhere else. I thought I'm going where I thought you were going right, to go, which, which is Die Hard. That's where I thought you were going to. <laughs> yeah, like everybody says, it's a controversial Christmas movie. The whole movie takes place at a giant ass Christmas party, so it counts. Plus, you, you got Carl Winslow, and mm-hmm. you know it's just a, a, a great. It's probably the best Bruce Willis movie overall to me. Probably. Um, I don't know. Fifth Element's up there, but anyway. Um, pick three for you, Tom. What? You're, you're I just said Die Hard. Oh, you oh. Did, Die Hard is my with. pick. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to have to go with a classic here, A Christmas Carol with Scrooge and... Which one? You know which one you should go for is The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I just watched that, that last night, by the way. It's, a, it's excellent. It's great. got Michael Caine mm-hmm. playing Scrooge, and it's really good. You, that's a good pick. Yeah, I used to watch it. We used to watch that one all the time as kids, so I like that one. I can't believe no one said this. Okay, I'm ready. The Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, oh God. gross. <laughs> that I'm is just, the one Star Wars I'll jump on the seen that one. <laughs> That's not my pick. I can't do that I, one. I just had to throw it out. Uh, as a Star Wars nut, it's it's just one of those things I'm required to hate. It's like the prequels. I'm supposed to hate them. Yeah. No, my my actual final pick, though, is the shout out to Mama Stubblefield because it's her favorite movie of all time. It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. That's a great one. That is a good one. It's very sappy. Oh, yeah. I mean, most of the good ones are, though, right? Like, most of the good ones are really sappy. I don't think I've ever seen it. I know. Do you hear that silence? Oh, that's the awkward looks that everybody... I I haven't seen it either. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised you haven't seen it, but Rick is a man of of culture. So, Rick, what's your three? My three were Gremlins, uh, Lampoons, Burton's, uh, and Remember for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I actually didn't have a list. Uh, Mine was Die Hard. What was before that? Uh, Jingle All the Way, and what was the first one that everybody thought was not number two, but Elf. I liked Elf. No, no, I didn't want Elf. Ew, gross. Uh, shit. Dude, how do we a not Christmas know Carol? what we just said? No, it was mine. No, he was Christmas Carol. <laughs> Jesus. This oh, God, sad. this is a hot mess. Pause, oh. pause. I'm not pausing nothing. <laughs> start the music again. I'm not starting the music again. No, if I do it to Jingle you guys. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. There you go. how bad of a pick it was. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, uh, I had Elf, uh, Home Alone in New York City, and then the last one, which was A Christmas Carol. I had uh, Home Alone 2, and then shit. Um, no, it was Home Alone uh, 1. Yeah, Home Alone 1, A Christmas Story, yeah. and then It's a Wonderful Life. All right, Tom, what did you have? I don't remember anymore. It's Jingle been a all long the way. Day. Jingle all the way. All right. Y'all. That good. Was, that was brutal. It was, it was a re- tough draft. It was, it was the toughest draft the I've ever been a part of, guys. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. Give me yeah. a break That's here. That's good you did it off the top of your head, Rick. I know. That was I had to come here and write a list down. Yeah. So, you well, know. Yeah. Pop culture and being an 80s kid just kind of sinks in. Absolutely. As we all check our phones. Well, we're all mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's next up in the lineup, so. Why are we getting worse at this? And we're not. We're just, we're all kind of out of sorts because I, I I just setting this shit up at 20 minutes before we got started and then you were late and everything just kind of fell apart on me at the end there. So I blame, I blame Rick being late. The man I, was week, late. Week three reviews. To the Roller Hockey Podcast. <laughs> all right. So let's jump into the week three reviews then. All right. Let's do it. All right, let's take a look at week three. Rick had to step out. So it's just going to be the three of us for the remainder of the podcast. Um, we had first up, we had the outlaws and the sting, or I'm sorry, <laughs> I keep doing that outlaws and the venom, uh, venom one, nine to four. Let's talk a little bit about how that one kind of went off. I was sitting in the, in the, uh, in the box for most of it. 
and it was it was super chippy. It was probably one of the chippier games I've seen this season. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, both both teams, I think, have yeah. people that kind of get aggressive. Well, and, and you start seeing some frustration on one end, and you have a couple of guys on the Venom side that like to, you know, sure. stir the pot a little Same bit. Same on the outlaw side. It can be, yeah. It, and it just so happened that one team was winning and one team wasn't. And, uh, and there was really one dominant player in the entire game, and that was Jake Schulte. He was scoring... Damn near everything. I think he had all but what three of the goals. Yeah, and he may have been in on every single play in some capacity. I think he got an assist on at least eight <laughs> or nine of them. Like, it, or you know, out of the, out of all of them, he he had a point in almost every single scoring play for that team. And so. then on the back end, Frank Hart, yeah, gave up one goal for fifty five minutes. Right, and, <laughs> and then, then that last five minutes, I think it was just a couple of unlucky bounces, and and things just kind of didn't. I don't know if it was so much that his team just took their foot off the gas for the last five minutes or so or what, but yeah. um, it was it was a the game did not seem like it was going the outlaws direction. There was a lot of guys that are normally that you see um, kind of show up that just were kind of ghosts out there. And it was kind of an odd it was it was odd for me to see Shaw out there and he wasn't really a factor until really late in the game. Um, it was just it was really just kind of an odd game for them, I think. Yeah. And I. uh I think the Outlaws, they, from what I heard from people that were there, is they just lost focus. Um, there were some things that they didn't didn't go their way, like you said, and they just kind of derailed and kind of spiraled downward from there, and they didn't... Got to play through it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Shit's not going to go your way all the time. Yeah, and I think I think we'll, we'll see a little bit of that in a couple of other games that, in the same day, too, but... Um, other than that, I mean, you definitely had some issues on their bench after there was a high sticking play where uh, VJ took a stick to the eye at some point, got a nasty little bruise on the side of him. Um, and they, you know, they were talking about how that should have been a high sticking play, but apparently he was falling at that point. So who knows where his head wound up? Um, I can't really. Yeah. And it's without seeing it up close, it's kind of hard to judge, but. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of talk on the bench there about what was going on officiating in the game, and it really you could tell it just took their focus off of what was going on. Yeah, and I just want to say it wasn't just like a little bruise; it was pretty swollen. Oh no, no, it was nasty <laughs> it was, looking. It was I was I was trying to underplay it a little bit, but um, but yeah. yeah, it was it was it was very much a one sided game to the last five minutes. That scores a, a little a little deceptive, but um, I was telling I think I was telling you earlier that I you know defensively. Venom just it's so hard to compete with them because oh, yeah. of Schulte and Rands on that back end it just it you know you have one and then you have the other right and you have two completely different kinds of players and then when you do get by him you got Frank Harton right and and then you got Mearns up there who's just he I heard him like throw people into the boards at least two or three times <laughs> and I don't know if it was it was a rough game man it really was it was it was fun to watch because it was such an exciting uh uh tempo right like there was a lot of chirping there was a lot of uh a lot of back and forth um, it was fun to watch. I know it probably wouldn't have been fun to play on one end, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was what it was, man. Well, it's it was like, a, it like, was a big win. Like Quinn said, you gotta play through it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to game two, we had the Barracudas and the Raptors. Kudas win 10 to three. Um, Barracudas, baby. They're yeah, coming. They're coming. It was a Dude. rough game for the Raptors. We just did not have it. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's tough, man. It really is. Especially when you have a guy like Cord out there, who's just, just crushing you right just going around everybody you can and then you know just putting shots on net and they're going in 
Um, I, I feel like our defense just couldn't really get its, you know what together, right? Like it was, we were trying, you know, it wasn't a lack of effort it, and then you give up, you know, a certain amount of goals and then it's just tough to kind of come back from that. You know, it's you, again, you have to play through it. Mm-hmm, right. It's tough though. When, when you go down nine to one at one point, right? Like it was, or eight to one or whatever it was at one point, it was just a tough game for us overall. I heard old, uh, Jason Howard, third liner, Jason Howard had a hat trick. Ooh. We call him, we have this little Snapchat group and we call it the Howie, we call him Howie hat trick. Oh yeah. Before, <laughs> way before this ever happened. So now we're like, oh shit, we really got to call him Howie hat trick. Nah, kudos to the Kudas, man. They had a, Ooh, that's fun. I should write Howie hat trick. Yeah, no, no. Kudos to the Kudas. Oh I, yeah. See what I did there? I see what you did. Uh, they played a strong game and, and we just didn't come out swing and we couldn't, we couldn't find that consistency that we had the first two games in the first two periods, right? Like when we were up by one or two yeah, and going in and then falling the apart in the third. We fell apart in the first well, and we just never recovered. I'll tell you this. This I know we were kind of down on the Barracudas in the beginning of the year. I think they were way underrated. I, I can agree. After playing Would them, I absolutely the agree with that. Yeah, we were kind of there were some people who were down well, on them. I think everyone's the like saw their potential, but you know, last year when they played as team blue, we also thought there was potential there. It's just like I don't know what's changed. Trey Wargo. I think Trey Wargo, I think I'm trying to think of who else is new to that roster, Jeff Wynock. Um I think I, I don't know. I think it's just a combination. I think it's a perfect storm of people. They yeah. were they were making a lot of really good clean tape to tape passes and we just weren't able to compete with that yeah, it was, it was know, a tough I, I like clean clean or tape to tape clean passes god tell i'm already three beers <laughs> well, yeah you're three beers deep so. um but it's so much more than that right and I think there that's has what, to be chemistry I, I, I think that's what has come different from years that's past. what's different from years past is it, it's it's the littler things not necessarily just being good with tape tape passes and scoring when you shoot you know yeah and i would say that that the raptors are really struggling to find some kind of chemistry on their bench um you know there there are guys that are putting in a lot of effort but they're 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 doing things and hoping guys are waiting there for them but well, they're what's, just not. what was different about this game than the other games because this game it looks like it was just a complete blowout. Where the oh, other games, you stuck with them for two periods, and or then, you were even winning in your first game. Right. I can't really pinpoint a single thing. Um, we were chasing a lot. It seemed like it seemed like we had our heads down a lot, and we were just watching the puck. We didn't have guys uh, forechecking up by the point a lot. You know, if a guy was you know like court was up by the point, there was a solid chance there was no one near him. So they were able to just throw pucks on the net anytime they want. And then they had two, three guys down low that were just ready to clean them up if they needed to. And and a lot of times they didn't need to. The pucks were just going in. Mm-hmm. So it was uh it was a rough game for the Raptors. So we we've got a big test ahead of us next month against the Outlaws. Hopefully we can find some consistency, find some chemistry and and get ourselves out there and and win one. I know we're a frustrated squad right now though. It's it's tough right now. We're we're not quite sure what the hell's going going on, but it's we we just need to figure out what what exactly is missing? What's the missing piece here? Yeah, I, I mean that's. I thought that was a tough matchup for you guys going into it. I know Quinn, you were really excited about this matchup coming mm-hmm. into the week. I was. Well, um, if we had played like we had in week two, it would have been a better matchup. But yeah, we, I mean, we came out softer than baby shit. We didn't know what we were doing for the first two periods, and by the time we got to the third period and we started to really see a little bit, you know, better, it it just it was too late, too little, too late. Yeah. Next game was uh. Uh, probably one of the first big upsets That's we a, had of the year. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I mean, you had the 0-2 Thundercats taking on the 3-0 Moose. And the Moose the moose lost. 
Thundercats came out on top 10-9. Was there some waiver help here? What happened? No. So the Moose were without Nick Castillo. Wow. Another and elite guy going down. I was, I was working on the Power, rank, power Rankings article, and what maybe surprised me, up until this point, the Moose had 12 goals from non-waivers and not Nick Castillo, and they scored nine in this game without... Oh, that's still pretty good. Yeah. So I... I think that the Moose, that this is my honest assessment of the Moose. I think they're a good team, but I think that they've been relying on Nick Castillo to outscore their, outscore their mistakes. And when, sure. they, when they didn't have Nick Castillo, they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, and, and, you know, what was Pate like that day? That's the question, too. Like, he's kind of the guy for them. At least he was last month, right? Yeah. I mean, last month, though, they scored... 14 goals in one game and 16 in another. Like right. you should win those games. Right. 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 If yeah. You're scoring that much. You better win. Um, so I don't know. I, I still, obviously I still think the Moose are a good team. I just think that this kind of shows exactly what, what I was worried about when I talked about them before is, I mean, it's fine to be top heavy. It's fine to have that guy, that go-to player, but, but when we, that person's not there. Yeah. And yeah. we saw that this weekend and we'll get into it later too. I mean, you look at Jake Schulte and he scored like, 70% of the Venom's goals the last two weekends. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, not not saying that you can't rely on him to score you a ton of goals. Yeah. You probably can, but yeah. what happens if he gets injured? Or it's, what like, it's, if he's like, it's like it's uh, like Austin Matthews going out of the lineup for the Toronto. Yeah, or like what we saw with Edmonton the last several oh, years. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you'll lose McDavid, you'll or lose that entire team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I I think that it finally caught up to them. I, I think that the Thundercats team took advantage of it, which you have to do. I mean, it's not their fault he's out, right? Mm. Like, they just played the team that was put out in front of them, right. and they, they beat them. So um, the the Moose did try to kind of come back. Um, didn't quite get there. But, right. But, yeah, I, I, was, I thought that the Thundercats played very well. Um, I thought this was what we would see from them. They got scoring up and down their lineup. Brandon Payne kind of controlled, you know, he was – Obviously, their top guy for the Thundercats, but they also still spread out the score. Now, did they? I did. I hear they moved him to forward instead of instead of oh, defense. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I saw that too. Yeah, maybe um, I'm right. Who I, mentioned that? Uh, was it Quigs? May have been. Quiggs. Maybe that's what they do from here on. You well, know, I mean, if it makes sense for them. But then, then again, you have teams like you know the the Venom that have Schulte on the back end, and he's just walking it in. So, well, um, really, really, I think having somebody. Having a guy on your team that can just take over the play is so important in this league. And I yeah, think that's I, I, I think, think that's, everyone's that's learning kinda, that. Yeah, you need to have somebody on your team that can just step up, take over, and and wheel around some of these guys, and next thing you know, the puck's in the back of the net. Yeah. And or just help possess the puck, right? Because right. possessing the puck keeps someone else from scoring. Right. Yeah. And and I think that this is not the thing I want to say about the Moose, right, is I, like I said, I think they're a good team, but you look at their scores. They give up a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. Um, the On the flip side, the Thundercats give you up. You said the Moose do? Yeah, they gave up 9, 9, nine and 10. Yeah. Yeah. And then their first game, they only gave up 3. Okay. But yeah. outside of that, right, they've given up not the, an insignificant amount. Yeah. Um, the Thundercats need to figure out their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've, they're giving up nearly 12 goals a game, which is worse in the league by over a goal. Um, on a per game basis. So I think that th- this is a good stepping stone for them. I think that's a big confidence boost to mm-hmm. beat a team that's three, and know, you just got to keep it going. Yeah. And, and maybe if moving Brandon Payne, you know, if that worked better for their lines and stuff, like maybe they, maybe they keep doing that. See, I'm wondering how many of these teams are running two and two versus 
three and one. I think right. it depends what, what kind of roster you got yeah. filled out there, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we're running two and two, and then you see some of them where it's just one guy back a lot of times, and, and you wonder if that's just better. Or it's, if it's also just, about who's there for your lineup that day. Right. Yeah, that's the big thing is uh, Taylor had mentioned this um, to me specifically about when you don't have certain players there, your third line it's hard to build a third line that you, guys that you rely on and then they aren't there. And then you're trying to mix a match with waiver players and yeah, you know, they're not lines get mixed up. Chemistry is different. Everything changes. So I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think the moose are in trouble. I don't think that, you know, I don't think this is a game that you look at and you're like, Oh man, maybe the moose, uh, you know, I, I just think that they were missing their big guy and you know, the other team took advantage and they have the Jets next year, or next month, I mean. Actually, technically it is next year, huh? <laughs> hey, I was right. Uh, so that's that'll be a tough matchup for them coming up, too. So, And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into preview stuff. So, mm-hmm. so I want to mention this because Taylor did send me this, and he did say I could quote him on it. So this was his quote. We played too much of a game with no structure. To me, it felt like the Moose was playing a pickup game and the Thundercats were there to win. From my perspective, a big part of the lack of structure was the offense not trusting the D and falling back too deep to help us. I don't blame the offense for this because we need to earn their trust by being in position and then maintaining control once we get the puck. I personally made multiple terrible turnovers by either clearing the puck directly to the other team or passing to where my offense was instead of where they were going. A couple of those turnovers the Cats capitalized on and the rest, Pate saved my ass. Pate let in a few that he should have had, but saved way more when we let where we left him high and dry. And oh, having Nick may have led to a win, but without him, we should have we should have won by three. <laughs> so all right, um, yeah, I don't know. I I what do you think about that, Quinn? Do you think it was maybe because they didn't have their big score, they felt they needed to keep the puck out of their net more, and so they were a little more. Re- it's hard re- for me reluctant. to say since I wasn't there. Um, yeah, that's that's, fair. that's hard for me to break down. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot like that. No, that's fair. I just you know without seeing something, if if they were hanging back, right? You know, I I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I think uh, you 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 don't really switch your game your game plan up. I just I think you got to play your way your game. I, I, that's hard to say. It's so, right. Well, that's such a that's, loaded question. That's the thing too, right? Though is it some of these teams <clears throat> like the Venom? If they're not if they don't have Jake Schulte. They kind of have to change how they play, right? But 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 what way are they playing? I, that, you know what I'm saying? Like at the same time, when he's scoring goals, what are they doing? It's like, oh, well, we're, this is working. Do you right. understand what I'm or saying? Or is it just him walking exactly. through? Exactly. That's my point, right? Any yeah. elite guy, like, is is it just them I think doing having, their thing? Is I think Nick they've Costello got a, just a few going, more weapons on that team that that really kind of. I think what it what is is learning how to win without those people. Exactly. Right? It's not necessarily like what did they do wrong. It's just like, all right, well, what do we maybe have to do? differently what are we you know where are we lacking and maybe um, maybe that's what it was right they weren't really playing with structure the first three games of the year because they didn't need to because they had mm-hmm. castillo who yeah when you're just, up when you're up two three goals for most of the game right what you in a way you're kind of like i'm doing everything we're every dude we're fine what, yeah. what changes do we need to make just right. keep doing what we're doing we're clearly yes. doing something right right yeah that makes sense but so, yeah. all right well yeah, like I said, I'm not worried about the moose. I think they'll be fine. Um, I do think that's a big win for the Thundercats, and hopefully this you know, will be a stepping stone for them to look ahead. Right. The next one, uh, the first game of our doubleheader, it was Yeti's Sting. Yeti's won 8-5. Shall we give up, shake the Yeti's hand, and hope we can still all be friends? No. All right. <laughs> uh, so it was, tell us about it. I thought it was a good game. Um, we we did get out to a 4-0 lead. Um, 
damn, I wish Rick was here. So yeah, yeah, we won't get too much into it, but there was a a questionable goal, non-goal, whatever. Well, no, come um, on, don't don't tell us tell us about it. Seriously. So yeah, you weren't there, Quinn. So yeah. Dicky was on the the goal line, kind of shot it up over my shoulder, and play went on. Tom Amato was refing; he was right there. Uh, play went on for like twenty seconds, and the horn buzzed, and the ops box said it went in and called it a goal. And I skated over, and at first I was like, kind of like, what the hell? And basically, I was just like, we didn't say that ops box could call goals. And then Rick's explanation was, well, we saw it go in, and you know, from the angle and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, whatever. It's not now is not the time, and it's not worth it at this point. But Brandon, or uh, not Brandon, Josh Pate and Michael Shaw were right behind the net, and they both said it did not go in. They said it hit my cuff of my glove, hit the post, went up, hit the crossbar, and then came out. And Tom Amato was right there and said it didn't go in either. But the, okay. So I don't know. We're going to talk about it, but. So are well, you asking my opinion on no, this? No, no. I just wanted to explain the situation. Okay. So. All I'll say is if you're in the ops box, that it has to be a definite that went in. Yeah. Right. And not like we think that went in. Right. And I talked about it with some other board members after our game. And basically their consensus was, you know, if the ops box sees it, sees it go in, they still need to talk to the refs and see what they saw. Because just, just so we're counting, by the way, Quinn's up to beer number four. <laughs> just want to make sure everyone's and aware. An hour, 45 minutes, 45, 45 minutes. minutes. That's a, that's a hell of a pace. Yeah. yeah. So you're drinking beer faster than I can run a mile, you know, but it's whatever it, it happened. Um, you know, it didn't end, end up. Well, what'd you see from the difference. sting perspective? Anything? I I know you were standing there for all of it. I had yeah. to leave, so. I'll say this. They made a lot of good plays where our defense played very tight on Kyle Dickinson and Tyler Kraft. They did not have Justin Wynn Miller. Okay. Mm. Um, they got their opportunities, but our guys did a good job keeping to the outside, getting sticks in lanes, getting, you know, getting shin pads in lanes. In the first and probably part of the second, I think they did a really good job of making backdoor passes because they knew they were double covered or they didn't have a lane. And the other Sting players just couldn't capitalize on it. Um, and that was kind of what we had game planned for them was make someone other, other than so, Kyle yeah, Dickinson and fair. Tyler Craft beat in, us. In, in. <laughs> I've been waiting all week. To, I've been waiting all week to use that one, man. And hey, I got to give a shout out to uh, Sean Patrick because he had a nasty tip in. It was a shot that went off the far post, and it was like waist high and out of the air. He batted in like it was nice. sick, nice. So, I we just controlled the game from the start. Um, talking to other people, they said the sting looked a little bit out of sorts without Win Miller. Um, I didn't think they looked that bad. I thought, like I said, they had a lot of plays. Um, our guys just did a really good job making it tough to get to the inside. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, what about game number uh, five? I guess that would be, do we want to wait for that? Cause that's the game of the week. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Let's go straight to game number six. Then we had the jets and the wolves. The wolves win 11 to nine. It was, yeah. It was a big game for them, man. Yeah. The comeback. Oh yeah, dude. The jets were up like five to one or something. Oh, they, they had, you had two, four. Did we, run, had, did we run out of gas? Yeah. So when we get to the game of the week, we'll talk about us too. But yeah, it was you guys had two four goal leads, two separate four goal leads, Ooh. and blew them both. Oh, so oh boy, yeah. <laughs> you're at one point you were up seven to three, I believe, in the second period. Whoa! And the wolves clawed their way back. So who was the majority of the goals on on wolves that day? Uh-huh. We know. I'm just curious. AJ Williams had a yeah. AJ Williams had a, a solid game, as he normally does. By the way. Yeah, AJ is. We talked about him last time. Oh yeah, 
He's uh, he's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, AJ had four, and then Tom had two. Tom Amato, and then Lesko Yergain each had one, and Kavarik had a hat trick. Wow, Kavarik Kavarik was there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. he's a he solid was a, player. He was big for them. Yeah, he's a solid player. So, well, it's a big win for the Wolves. They had they were winless as of. Uh, as of that, oh, they week, were zero and two. Yeah, they yeah. were zero and two. So this was their Oof. first win of the season. Wow, what yeah. a game to get it! Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and like to your point, Quinn, I think they took advantage of you guys getting tired. I think sure. Just that double header playing in it myself. Like we were in our game against you guys, we were just hanging on for dear life, and it, mm-hmm. it seemed like the Jets were doing the same thing. Like you guys were just trying to hold on. Um, and it's tough. Like it's real tough. And that you know the last ten minutes of that second game. You've been playing for two hours. You've been on your skates for two and a half hours. Like, yeah, yeah. it's tough. worn out at that point. Everybody needs an IV on the bench. Yeah, Quinones obviously did. He did his thing. Um, Witt had two goals. Belky had two goals. Dustin Aaron had a goal. Quinones with four. So, I mean, you guys got scoring. It's just I think you just ran out of gas. Yeah. Uh, Andy Bunts played pretty well. Um, I, it, this wasn't on him, you know. Um, I think, like I said, the biggest thing is I think the Wolves got better as the game went on and the Sting, or the Sting, the Jets kind of fell off as the game went on. Yeah, get tired, right? Yep. 10 p.m., you've already been playing that long, man. That's a tough tough break for anybody. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys ready to move on to the game of the week? Oh, real, the the last thing I want to say, I'm I'm just like the Moose, I'm not worried about the Jets. I know they, they lost in overtime and then they lost here to the Wolves, but... You're missing Quinn. You're missing your goaltender. Um, two huge pieces of that yeah, team, and, clearly. And I, I'm not concerned. You know, they've been one of the best teams in the league thus far, so it doesn't yeah. surprise me, right? And let's be honest. I mean, even without Quinn and without your goaltender, they still only lost by a combined three goals. Right. That's they're both close games. They yeah. could have won either, either one of those if, if absolutely if things had been a little different. Yeah. But yeah, we'll jump into the game, game of, the of the week. All right. The GRHL Podcast Game of the Week. All right, Game of the Week. We have Drew Quinones and Zach Lore on. Man, what a game, man. How, Dude, are, how are you guys feeling after this weekend? Sore. So something I didn't tell anybody. Same. Breaking, yeah, breaking news. I kind of strained my groin in the first game of the first, the first period of the first game. So I played kind of hurt. Not, not hurt, just banged up a little bit right it was rough so you guys want to give us a little insight as to as to how things went down on your end how about we start with you drew what's uh what are your what are your thoughts on the game uh, yeah what the they, fuck uh, happened man? let's of, go figure it the fuck out they all kind of blend together i felt like i played like nine straight hours of hockey i felt like it was one of those charity events where you're just playing as long as you can to hit a world record and that might be the most dramatic statement ever but it was uh it was grueling. I barely even remember the first game. I think I think we were down 6-2, and I think we scored a couple quick ones. Stubbs started getting a little tired, thank God. And uh, <laughs> I think that was that was the – oh, that was the – they threw it in front of the net, caught Joel off guard. That was a fun game, though. I almost wanted to just re- do a rematch right there. Wait, wait, wait. You said we were down 6-2? In the first game, we were. It was either six two. I, I don't thought know, you said you Stubbs, remember, said, but... Stubbs said we were up. No, that was against the Wolves. Oh, no, you we get... were up against the Wolves, big. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yep. We ran out of gas against them. I think they – I was actually really surprised um, how well Lordview came out with playing that back-to-back because we did not come out similar in our back-to-back, and I think that kind of caught, caught us off guard. But it was uh, – it wasn't – it was like a strange game until like the second – Probably end of the second, early third, and then we were like, oh, crap, we actually have a game going on. It was Everybody was just kind of going through the motions. It was really strange. In the first one? In the first one. It was – I don't – I, like, have such little recollection, honestly. I'm trying to think of <clears> – I mean, at that point, you're moments. so exacerbated was, that your brain doesn't even function anymore. It's hard to have anything Well, no, this committed. is the first one. This right. is talking about the first – yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. The second one's even more of a blur, honestly, to me. I think – I think we actually got really frustrated with Stubbs, and I know like that's probably been oversaid. I even said it today on Facebook, but like I think the frustration kind of set in, and it kind of helped. Like the, the game just kind of became a blur because we just started getting really frustrated with chances and not being able to score and opportunities that we thought we could. And then next thing you know, I think we ended up tying it with a couple minutes left, and yep. that finally everybody was like, "All right, we got a game." Yeah, because it was uh, it was eight six, and then you guys got that power play with four minutes left. You got that power play goal, and then, like, right after that, you came down and just sniped glove side and tied it up at eight, and then, yeah, we went to overtime, which I want to ask you, do you remember? I I saw something. Why were you not on the floor to start overtime? Um, Two reasons. One, I kind of, I think I was out there the last, like, four minutes, so... I, I barely had anything left in me, and I also didn't want to be – I didn't think I was doing much of a service. I'm really not trying to be, like, some hero and say that I, you know, can grind it out because I really had nothing left in me. And honestly, Jason, I think he was our waiver. The guy was probably one of the best ones on our team and filled in – I mean, that waiver claim, it, it should be high priority on a lot of teams because – Nothing flashy, obviously not a big goal scorer, but man, played such solid D. And when our top line wasn't able to be out there, uh, I mean, he held down the fort. Who, who is so this? I trust. I told him, was it Jason? I think it was Jason Cahill. Is that his name? Um, yeah. Cahill is definitely his last name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just 100% was able to kind of hold it down. And I asked him, I mean, right when OT started, I asked him, if he could go like a minute, I go, I just need to sit down for like two seconds and catch my breath. And he's like, dude, I got it. And I trusted him out there and, and he held his own. I mean, they scored when I went out there. So I was out there for maybe 15 seconds, but um, definitely held his own. I know that was probably a big surprise, but uh, just wanted to kind of share the love and I trusted him out there. Zach, give us a breakdown. What, what happened? What happened to, between the two teams? Tell us about overtime. Uh, give us something I, here. <laughs> I haven't had time to think about a question. Time. Stubbs just put this on me. Stubbs, I'm putting this on Stubbs. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that was a pretty good game. Um, I would say our team is definitely pretty worn down going into that second game. Um, a lot of huffing and puffing going on on the bench, but everybody held their own. Um, I think the depth of our team really came into account this weekend. Um, we don't have a lot of top-end talent on our team, but there really isn't really any weak points up and down the lineup and everybody contributed. Um, I think I saw some stat that we had eight different guys get points in that second game. So we just had contributions from up and down the lineup and ended up working out for us in the long run. And 
as everybody st- said, Stubbs is kind of a cheat code this weekend, so he really came in handy for us. All right, I have a next question or another question for Yetis. Um, so, well, Zach, uh, in regards to J- Jared Jackson, did he have his KFC bowl this week? <laughs> I did not hear if he did or didn't, but he did have a hat trick. So Wait, is that his tradition? Bowl. Yeah. That's you his tradition? That? No, I don't know. I didn't know that. You didn't listen to the podcast. This is this is what did, this is what every NHL team puts out before they eat a dinner before their game is a KFC bowl. In case you were wondering, anyway, so we don't we don't know about that. But uh, next thing about Jared Jackson, why does he still have red gloves? <laughs> he wants to be on the Jets. <laughs> I mean, look, listen. He's got he he has the pants. He has the full on pants and the jersey. He still has red gloves. How um, what's going on here? Purple gloves are hard to find. Black. They are. We're navy. There's navy gloves out there. True. They have navy in their colors. These are very irrelevant questions, but this bothers me a little bit. <laughs> Zach, can you bring that up to Does him? he at the end of the day want to be a jet? <laughs> I mean, based on not, based on but... recent discussion in the club captain chatter, I, I'm guessing not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where I was going with it. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, sorry, enough of that shit. Drew, I got a, I got another question for you. Is Drew still there? Is he, is he still there? I'm here. Lay it on me. Oh, okay. So I've never faced you before. What was your big takeaway? Seeing like playing going against me for the first time. Oh, here we go. Uh, he wants you to bump his tires. No, I don't. Dude, he scored six goals mm. on me. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you the uh, the first shot of the game. Post I always, like I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys feel it, but like my first shift is a total blur. Like I am just so revved up. I'm so excited to play. I remember nothing. I know. Like I come to the bench after the first shift, and I am completely gassed. Like we just played three games, and I know I was coming on the left wing. And I already knew. I was like, Stubbs is obviously one of the better goalies. I'm going to have to really, like, throw shots on, kind of see what he's given me, if he's cheating anyway. And, I mean, you played it perfect. And I'm really, like, I know I have somewhat of a decent shot, but, like, post-in are very rare for me. And I tried playing it off cool. And I was hoping that, like, that first shot was going to get in your head. And then right after that, I mean, yes, like, we scored six, but I probably shot 50 times. And... And, and, and honestly, retrospect, like I was hoping I was going to get in your head and, and was going to be able to get a couple softies. And I mean, it just like gave you fuel to lock it in. I will tell you started. I don't know if you were doing this because you knew which way I was going or you were just cheating that way. But like I go blocker all the time and oh. you started cheating blocker. Oh, and Ooh, that's an interesting tidbit. And then, so then when I came down on that last one, when I was crossing, I was like, I'm going to go glove. Oh, I don't know yeah. how many times it probably hit your knob two or three times. So then I need, I don't know if it was out of position because I was coming across, but I think two goals were on that glove side. And yep. I was just trying to pepper at that because I was just getting completely locked down on the blocker side. But it was, uh, it was a good test. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I would love to play. I don't know if we have you guys on the schedule or not again, but... Like Moore okay. said, I, I think the de- your guys' depth's really good. Um, it was probably a good thing Quinn wasn't there because 
I think he does kind of hold us back at times, but you know, that's <laughs> <tough right>? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that stuff internal for right now. That's uh, going in the Jets chat. <laughs> that's good. Unless, unless Shefty calls me and needs a quote anonymously, but I will, uh, no, I, it was, it was a good battle and I just, I, I love the, I love the challenge. I'm looking forward to the next one. So Quinn, I know you weren't there. Hey, yeah. hey Quinn. Hey, we're, we're asking questions, Zach. Zach we're on. asking questions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask your question. I wasn't a question. I was going to say if that comment upset you that Drew just said, we'd be happy to take him off your hands. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I can't wear. I can't be on a team with a guy that has purple uniform and then also is wearing red gloves. Sorry. Well, we're not Wait. trying to get you. We're trying to get Drew. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No. So for context, the game's tied 8-8. Yeah, send us stubs. We'll take it. We'll send you Joe Combs in the deal. Uh, no deal. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joe. so Quinn wasn't there, so I'm explaining this to him, Drew. So it's 8-8. It's eight, eight. There's 15 seconds left, and Quinonis is coming down the right side one-on-one. The first shot of the game, he came down my right side, sniped bar in just over my pad on the left side. Okay. And he took it, he takes a shot from where would you say Drew like the dot maybe just above the dot, and he tried to go blocker. Yeah, that's why hit yeah. my stick and fell down. And I was like, that is not the guy I want to see burning down the wing with 15 seconds left in a tie game. Yeah, but that's exactly what you said to me in the moment too. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, real man. quick, boys. Uh, so the first official overtime game in GRHL histories right like yeah how's that feel that's a pretty big thing i i, I would say i forgot there was overtime <laughs> yeah. so how much time was put on the board because this is minutes. interesting oh really there was yeah. 10 minutes less enough okay all right it only took about what two minutes before jared scored in overtime. Oh, yeah it was like yeah. there was eight something left on the clock when he scored okay so was stubs that was stubs the deciding factor what, what was the what was the big factor um, they did a really good job of, I was actually talking to Wit on the bench about this. We were kind of talking like world cup stuff where people get frustrated with like bad soccer when defense is like when a team's possessing it the entire game and they're not scoring, everybody thinks that team stinks where yeah. the defense is really just like hunkering down right. and just playing like their box playing and making them really get really cute. And that's kind of, I felt what I was talking about earlier, we were getting really frustrated because mm-hmm. We were possessing a decent, but they just played such solid D and then they were scoring on the counter. Yeah. And that got really frustrating when I felt like we were possessing. Obviously, it's in their second half or their second game. We should have had the legs. And, um, you know, it's pretty demoralizing, you know, feeling like you're controlling most of the game. They come down, get a quick bang, bang goal. And now you're down two, three when you feel like you're doing everything you can. And you could tell, like, their mind, like, they started getting a lot more tired where they started getting a little bit more out of position. And that's when we were able to kind of tie it up. But it, it's just, I mean, it's really just a grueling part of, part of that doubleheader. And I think if, I, if I'm if i right, is that the first win of a doubleheader that the Eddies got? Or was there another team that got a win? The Moose won On their both, second game of the doubleheader? The Moose won That's both right. last weekend. Or That's right. Game, That's right. Two. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. But they had waiver help, so... So it kind of sounds like that's that's maybe that's maybe start. Oh man, let's try it again. Maybe that's part of the game plan is in your second game is to kind of 
um, hunker down, force things from the outside, and then just counter and, and yeah. find, find a goal that way. So I'll, I'll kind of take that a little bit. And Laura, I want you to kind of step in because I felt like our team in that third period against you guys, we were just holding on for dear life. Like we had, a, I think, a three-goal lead, and we were just trying not to lose. And mm-hmm. I hate to put it that way, but it really felt like we were just trying to do everything we could to hold on. Yeah. It, it, I agree. I, you talk about World Cup of Soccer. It's kind of like, a, honestly, the U.S. when they played. Who was the first game they played in, in the in Wales? The yeah, that's Wales. Exactly, that's exactly what I told Wales. Dude, yeah. I mean, they they possessed the, the ball and, and had scoring chances but couldn't finish, and then all of a sudden Wales counters and they score. So it's interesting you, you made that point. I like it. Not a huge soccer fan. The diving's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. All right, boys. Well, we're going to let you go for now. Uh, tremendous game on both ends. Uh, thanks again for joining the podcast, and uh, hopefully we get you guys back on for a game of the week at some point in the future. Yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate you, boys. All right, take it easy, guys. See, See you, guys. Those. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. I could barely even keep up. He was spilling the beans so fast. I tell you ahead of time because you'd spill the beans. I should rather I spill the beans. Would you guys spill the beans? Today's the day you spill the beans, brother. Spill the beans or get out. Spill the beans. The orbital prefrontal cortex is simulating how bad things will be if you actually spill the beans. Wargo, you with us? Yeah, what's up, boys? I would really like some beans to be spilled. Mm. What sort of beans <laughs> do you have for us this, this month, sir? Uh, well, first, uh, great week in the, in the grill, huh? A lot of close games. Uh, yeah, some upsets. Than, uh, two, so that was nice. Uh, some huge upsets. And uh, um, as far as the uh, the drama goes, kind of kind of uh, hard to hard to come by this week. Um, but of course, uh, a lot of uh, revolved around the Jets. So should we dive into it? Ooh, oh, real, yeah, absolutely. real quick, real quick. Oh, oh are, let's, let's talk about. Are you cooking anything? Uh, I actually, uh, like five minutes ago, just got home uh, from some Christmas shopping, uh, trying to knock off the list there. So I had to throw in a Jack's pizza. So that's what's going to be uh, on on dinner dinner tonight. Gotcha. And hey, we got uh, Jason Quigley on the line with you as well. Yeah, since Rick had to skate in a hurry, we, we called Quigs up. He's going to join us for the remainder of the podcast. So uh, so go ahead, Wargo. Tell us a little bit about what you got Still cooking over there, beans. buddy. What's up, Quigs? Uh, big win, huh? Yeah, that was uh, it got a little scary there at the end, but I was I was glad that we were able to pull the dub out. All right, hey, so uh, so obviously, um, Jets missing some key players. Uh, they're talking the league right now. Are they even good? You know, things going <laughs> around like that. Um, and I did get to talk to one player, obviously frustrated at their losses. Um, just because, uh, how big this is, I'm not going to give his name. Um, you know, uh, I'll let, uh, I'll let them try and figure it out. But, uh, he did have two things that really stuck out to me, um, of the, of the list of things he said. And, uh, one, one of the big things that I think got to get fixed right away uh, guys are just not standing up for each other on the ice, Ooh. and uh, that's a that's pretty big, you know. Uh, just I guess the trust isn't there, and it, it, I, I think it all falls into commitment issues. You know, I mean, look at last this past uh, this past week. You're missing Combs, you're missing Helmet, you're missing Rule. A lot of a lot of big time names yes. out of the lineup. Big guys. And uh, 
the second thing that he did say, um, and I'm excited to see, I, I didn't look at the schedule, so you'll have to tell me if you guys know, but um, uh, he, the guy said uh, the only reason the Yetis won was Stubblefield, and he's the only good player on the Yetis. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, <damn>. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a hot take. Oh, was oh, that Drew Quinones that you just didn't want to tell us? <laughs> Jared Jackson's going to hate that comment. Uh, yeah. That's all right. He wears red gloves while he's on a purple team, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. That's a that's that's some pretty intense stuff there. Uh, hopefully there's not a whole lot of turmoil going on on the Jets right now. They're... So did they get into more specifics? Oh, specifics Ooh, there's about... A word. There's about, a six about beer word was, about, yeah, <laughs> about what was happening, or yeah, or like that lack of commitment. Uh, just it, it sounds like uh, it sounds like guys were just skating out there. A um, couple of guys going hard, and uh, team needs to buy in. That's that's about all to wrap it up. Mm. Interesting. I, I don't think he's talking about Quinones because he had six goals. No, his, no, so. clearly that was not Quinones. Yeah. Well, maybe he was saying that about everybody else. Maybe, Whoa. maybe, maybe us out. It, just you know? t- calling the rest of his team out for not scoring as many goals as him. You hear that, Brandon Witt? Oh man, it's rough. If I was a yet, if I was a Jet right now, I'd be a little PO'd. Yeah, yeah. Motivation for the next game. There you go. They got. Oh no, no, no motivation. We. Oh, don't we play them next month? No. Oh. They, they played the Moose. Oh okay. Yeah. Can't so, remember who the hell I'm playing anymore. <laughs> anyway, Trey, you got anything else? Um, just a couple of names being thrown out there. Although uh, with a couple of these upsets, the trade talks uh, have have died down. Um, real quick, uh, obviously, is is uh, real quick is is Brandon I, the Thundercats got a big win. Is is Brandon Payne still on the block? So uh, no, no, Brandon Payne uh, has been talked, and I think that's more so uh, well with the win, but also just how uh, hard of a trade uh, that would be for teams, um, uh, which we talked about uh, last week. But uh, probably the most interested guy right now uh, is Jason Deke uh, on the Raptors, mm-hmm. uh, puck moving defenseman, thirteen dollars at two years. Uh, now, so while you, you know two years, the Raptors, that's maybe why you don't want to get rid of them, but. He's a valuable piece to a lot of teams, and uh, I think he'd fit right in uh, with a couple of teams. Uh, one being um, uh, maybe uh, the Yetis after their win uh, this week, especially maybe Jared Jack- Jackson gets to play Ford a little bit more. Uh, then they got to send someone the other way, though. So maybe a depth piece um, like Steven Storrell, uh, try and get hit. You know, he, he's, has he had a good year? I wouldn't call it a good year. He definitely expect more from him. So maybe uh, he gets things going for the Raptors um, and Jake, Jason D heads uh, to, to the Yetis. Um, you know, just, just some names getting thrown out there, of course. Um, another, another one, uh, the Thundercats after this huge win, uh, maybe uh, they get a Jason Deke, uh puck moving defenseman. So Brandon Payne can strictly play forward. I think he looks best there. Um, and then you, of course you got to send someone the other way and, uh, if I'm Scott Moss, I'm on the phone 24-7 asking for Brantley Wright. I think he's a great player. He's constantly getting uh, better each week, each game he plays. Uh, he's $11 for one year. Big locker room guy. And uh, I think that's what the Raptors need. So with all this trade talk, is is there a team that you feel like is is most likely to make a trade first? Is it the Raptors or is it a team that, that you're like is looking to buy right now? Is there is there any discussion on, on you know, a team's really been – getting around to to looking for who is selling and or who is who's buying 
it's more so uh it's more so the teams buying kind of have more interest because the teams that are uh, selling they don't want to admit it yet um i think the first team that's going to sell i mean it's going to it's it's going to be the raptors they got a tough schedule left uh they're they they've they i think I would like to see. Uh, I'd like to see maybe go a little bit more top heavy with, uh, with uh, gosh, his name's uh, leaving my my uh, head. Uh, number seven in the Raptors. Uh, gosh, dang it! Not, What's his name? Not Jeremy that... Flasher. Um, Hold on, Lauren Sawyer. No. Lauren Sawyer. Is it Lauren? <clears throat> no, it's not Sawyer. Habermail. Habermail. Seventy-seven. Not Habermail, but that's the guy I'm thinking. There. Uh, Piper. Maybe they move him. Uh, he's nineteen dollars at two years. Uh, I don't know, man. I think That'd be a tough a lot one. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes hey, sense. I got a question for you, Trey. Kind of similar to that. Which teams of the top teams right now do you think need to make a move the most to solidify their position as the top team? Like, who um, do you think I needs to add a piece? I think um, I was. Besides the Jets losing, I, I was really surprised with the Moose falling to the Thundercats. I think that was a, a really big upset. I know that the Moose didn't have Nick Castillo, but they did have Ryan Reeder, who's a really good player, kind of a different player than Castillo, but still puts up points. So to me, I think uh, I think the Moose, if they're going to be a top team, a top four team, com- com- you know, uh, come playoff te- time, I think they got to make a move. Um, I think... Um, I think the Jets are missing something. I don't know if it's Ooh. depth. I don't know what it is. It's I think commitment. The Jets you mentioned aren't as it earlier. As uh, every, everyone's playing is, yeah, I'm block a, room I'm problems. offended right now. I'm offended. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd have to say moose to answer your question. The moose. All right. Hey, do you want to give us? Uh, hey, Wargo, can you kind of tell us about this, this Kudas? You know, they, they keep talking about this Kudas team. What, what's so great about this Kudas team? Dude, I'm telling you, man, everyone's buying in. It's uh, it's it's some fun hockey that uh that I think everyone's really playing in. Um, I think the big thing is just uh, hockey IQ. Uh, just everyone like just an unselfish team. We pass the puck. I think um, I think that's that's huge. Just trusting each other down low, winning the battles. Um, and then also you got to give credit to the front office. They got some steals. I mean, Ryan Raphael. Uh, I'm not sure what his cost is, but he is playing like a $20 guy, and I know he's probably not near that. Um, I should have done some research there. but So, I mean, they had some really good pickups in the draft, some steals, and uh, things are just clicking for him right now. Man, there was a great encounter between him and Scott Moss on Saturday that was just priceless where Raphael and him kind of got into it near the net, and uh, and Raphael said something to Moss, and I, just rem- I heard Moss over my shoulder say, this uh, it's really nice of you, but that's the dumbest thing you've done all day. <laughs> and I, that's a, no, that's, no. A, that's a quintessential Scott Moss moment. So Raphael's three dollars on two years. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of it. Is like no one kind of knew who he was. Uh, he's worth every penny and more. Like he's he was great that Man, night. He he was, is, he... Hey, uh, Trey, what do you what do you think about Howie having a hat trick for you guys? Howie hat trick. You were ready to trade him on the last podcast. Yeah. And then he comes up huge for you guys. It's great. His value is going up, which means the, the you know, we can cash in for uh, a great <laughs> Drew Quinones. Player. <laughs> yeah. Fair deal. <laughs> um 
just just to wrap up to spill the beans though so you guys uh can can get me out of here uh, and you guys can have some fun uh uh the only other thing um the outlaws uh maybe looking to uh to trade dustin sotnik uh and and to the sting for uh, really Garrick. they're both they're both two years you got sotnik for ten dollars Garrick's for eleven dollars um i think i think uh sotnik's got a little bit more skill level but i think Garrick is a locker room guy and i really think the outlaws need that speaking of the outlaws what what do you feel like is their is their biggest issue uh, communication. I think just lack of communication. I think you they need a leader in. to really step up. <laughs> you are locked in, man. <laughs> you are locked in. I feel like he was here with us the entire podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Quiggs, you got anything you want to throw out there for us? Or for him? Or for him specifically? Yeah, you're staying with us, Quiggs. No, no. I mean, you guys covered it all. I didn't, uh, uh, that whole Brandon Payne thing, I'm, I'm glad that was, you know, shown down to the table. Um, they, so they, there's, <laughs> there's no, yeah, that, those talks are quieted. Uh, but uh, oh, okay. this is so no, this is uh, strictly me speaking. No one has brought this up. No front office member, or anything. What would you guys think of this hockey trade? Uh, AJ Williams of the Wolves for uh, Nathan Hazelhorst to the Venom. Oh, that's Ooh. well. First off, I don't think that's ever going to happen no. just because Hazelhorst and Mearns are buddy buddy. But well, you know, said if, a hockey if, trade, right? If, if anybody is to like kick a, a friend to the nuts type situation, it's Ryan Burns. <laughs> like he just won't care. So that, I mean, I, I couldn't, not, I I guess couldn't see a scenario where the Wolves want to trade AJ. La- hey, last year we got we got Willie Webb, and Willie Webb was like, "I didn't even know I got traded until you guys texted me." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's brutal. All right, yeah. buddy. Well, we appreciate your time, Orgo. Let's uh, we we uh, we got to move on and, and get our three stars in for the week here. So uh, we'll talk to you next month. Thanks for the beans, bud. Thanks, guys. Can't wait till week four. All right. See you, buddy. See you, Trey. See you, man. All right. So three stars of the week. Something new. Yeah, I know we haven't done this before. So we and we had three guys who absolutely took games into their own hands and made like a big impact in the last couple of weeks. So, so uh, real, real quick. Like yeah. to... Go ahead. Go quick. ahead. Well, I was going to say, we're going to do this. I was this. just going to say, I <laughs> do this like two go seconds. Ahead. Delay Quigs, is go. Like... <laughs> Quigs, go. Quigs, go. All right. I, I was just going to say, I really like the three stars. Um, it, it got, it got a lot of the captains talking. Um, it got, it got, you know, um, the word spread around the league about, you know, how good a lot of these guys are. We got a lot of talent in this league. And I think this kind of just showcases that to to everybody that kind of follows the league. Yeah. And, and captains be aware this will be a recurring thing. So the way it works is we ask each captain group to nominate a player from their team and a player from the opposing team. So that gives us 20 names. And then we as a board look at those 20 names and basically pick who are the standout players um, for each game or for, for the week. So that, and that's the thing is, you know, there's times where you might be the standout player in your game, but you might not necessarily reach the level of player of the week. So that, and, and we don't want this just to be a rehash of like the players of the most points, right? We, right. we want this to be a little bit more, you know, if you had a, a stud stay at home defenseman that you thought really shut down the opponent, 
you know, we we want those people too. So so we start with number three. Sure, oh, work God. our way up to one. Yeah. Go ahead, I stroke yourself off. Yeah, there Stubbs. we go. All right, Stubbs, let's oh, talk God. about how great you are. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I thought I played okay. Um, I think Jared, our captain, said it best. I didn't give him anything bad, but I didn't, you know, make any like amazing crazy saves either. So I stopped the ones I should have stopped. And, you know, that's kind of all you got to ask. Uh, it's, uh, it's all you want to do as a goalie is stop the ones you should. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, man. Just be solid. And it, you were you were definitely solid the, the game that I watched. Which game was that? The first game, the 830 game. Okay. Yeah. You didn't see him at 10 o'clock when he was. No, oh, I, we played the 7 and the 830. Oh, sorry. My, my fault. Oh, so the second, yeah, the the, second game. Yeah, You're that, saying the second game against the Jets. No. Oh. The first game that they played. The okay. seven o'clock against the Sting. Yeah, I was I was a lot better in that game. Um Pressure. I definitely got tired. I I mean I gave up four goals in the third period against the Jets. So fatigue definitely was a factor. There you go. All right, number so two. You, as, oh, go as, ahead. Was that is that your was that your first double header yes. as a goalie? Yep. How was it? At I mean, what point at what yeah, good question. At what point does fatigue really kick? So I was fine for the uh, the first game, obviously. I was fine for the first period of the second game. It was about uh, maybe a little bit more than halfway through the second period. This is going to be really random. My right foot started cramping really bad. So I was like trying to flex it and stretch it out. Um, and then it went away and then it was fine. But yeah, it was probably, you know, six, seven minutes left in the second period when I really started to feel it. So how, how much like, hydrating did you have to do at that point did you just chug as much as you could trying to make it pretty make much, it happen yeah. all right yeah. so electrolytes is the key yes I, not, I not just water juice on there pickle juice is going to be on the next uh yeah. on the bench for the next day's game um, get, uh, gator light is a big one so mm-hmm. gator light not just gatorade but gator light you know that's, that's actually cool. pedialyte right sure it's well, the yeah, same shape. It's it's literally literally similar. Same shape. actually i think if you look at gator light i think it's got a little bit more in pedialyte, light but I, I could be wrong on that I, okay you know it's all it's all, very all i know si- is i give it to my kids similar. when they're shitting their britches so. yeah, yeah it's very <laughs> similar it's very similar so yeah <laughs> yeah you mix you throw that in a water bottle and then put water in the rest of it it works 50 50 yep mm-hmm. all right so let's move on to number two we had jake schulte who had a, a hell of a game on saturday and six goals and two assists yeah and yeah, uh, i got kind of bo- I, I got really tired of announcing that dude's name. Dude, I know. I was sitting next to you for it. It was just like every time. Like, how many times do we have to call this guy's name out? And you know what's even funnier to me is is before that, Rick kind of leaned over to me and he goes, hey, I was talking to Jake earlier. He says he has food poisoning and he doesn't feel good. It's like, really? Oh, gosh, I hope he's okay. And the next thing you know, he's just throwing him into the net left and right. So it was, I think he should get food poisoning every month. He, he had a hand... I, was saying, I think they just need to stop talking to this kid before the game because last game it was like, what was it? He said that he 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 felt good or something like that, and he ended up scoring like 15 goals or something like that. Um, then they last week he had he had food poisoning, so let's you know I would not talk to them if we were you know we were playing them next week. <laughs> Fair yes. enough. Just don't find out how he's doing. So yeah, he had six goals and two assists. Eight points, and their team scored nine. Right, and so. we had a we we put out the call for a couple of you know if anybody wanted to throw a comment and a little voicemail in for uh, for the podcast this week, and uh, yeah, and we had one from uh, from one of his teammates, uh, and uh, Stubbs is going to pull that up real quick so we can play it for you. We ready? For yeah, it? we're ready. Let's go. All right. 
So this hey, is fellas, long time listener, first time caller. This is now Tim that Rains, I'm on by the, the same team as Jake Schulte. Every time after a game, during a game, whenever he's just doing his thing, wheeling and dealing, I can't help but think of Billy Madison. Man, I'm glad we called that guy. <laughs> and that would be Tim Rands, uh, who's absolutely right. Like every time that guy was out there, he was just he was wheeling and dealing. Man, he had everything happening. So it well, was uh, it was a hell of a week for him. And and I know last last month he had a ton too. Yeah. So, so they've scored. Uh, 21 goals last two games. He has 14 of them. Damn. That's pretty good. And you know what's crazy is they have a lot more talent on that team, too. So, it, in, you know, he, and he's getting a lot of assists on, <laughs> he's getting a lot of assists on other goals as well. So, every time, every time they would score a goal, if it wasn't him scoring, he had the assist. I, I think he just heard Trey talk shit on him on the first episode or yeah. the, whatever episode it was. Yeah. And now he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to go Super Saiyan every game. He was just taking it easy on you, right? Yeah. 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 If that, if that team if that team does start chipping in, they're going to be scary because a lot of a lot of his goals were, you know, him backing up, chipping the puck up to himself and then just a, a wicked wrister coming from the dots that nobody can stop. If that team, if those guys around him starts start scoring too, man, they're going to be scary. Yeah, and that's goes back to what we talked about before. With um, I know you weren't on us on with us, but not playing structure because you don't need to, right? You know, yeah, and and you can see it around him sometimes where that kind of happens. But then you have guys like Rands and you have guys like Merns that are just Hazelhorst, yeah, Hazelhorst, and they're just they're they're great complementary pieces for a yeah. guy like Jake. And that while he's doing one thing, they're doing something completely different, and it it works well for him. Yeah. And then yeah. finally, first star, Drew Quinones. Didn't you know, get a win. But. You know, that's what I was going to say. This guy, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, really? You know, 10 goals, no wins. <laughs> 10 goals, two assists, no wins. Where are you at, Drew? No, I'm just kidding. It, well, I mean, it, it's a it wasn't his it fault. Was, it was a lost, I imagine. It was a joke. It, it sounds joke. like a definition of you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But, right. but it's hey, a team game at the end of the day, right? It's true. Quigs? It is. It is. But you guys have, I mean, Brendan Witt, you know? Yeah. Like, Witt, Belks, yeah. Nick Mole. Um, I mean, you I mean, guys you guys got other players. You got all the guys. You got Alex Patrick. You got good guys that are back Dustin there. Dustin Aaron. Aaron. Dustin Aaron apparently played a really good game, and he's coming around. Um, but, yeah, no dubs. Anyway. I mean, yeah, he it's hard just, to argue with. Yeah, he was phenomenal one. for you guys. Like he, uh, in our, against our game, he was just yeah. ridiculous. So, I think it's well well deserved for him. Yes, and we've already talked to him once tonight. We don't yeah. need to sit here and glorify him again when he's not here. So, all right. Well, those are your three stars of the week. And uh, hey, Quinn, you guys uh, got a little bonfire going on this week, right? Yeah, Saturday. Um, anytime after five, um, we're gonna we're gonna provide obviously the bonfire. Um, we're gonna provide hot dogs and uh, chili, along with just like your appetizer stuff as far as chips and salsa and that sort of stuff. Um, bring your own drinks, you know, beer, water, soda, whatever it is you drink. Um, 
when you pull in, well, actually, it's well, funny because we're we're we, we're located, and I'll give you the address, but you know, we're located in Hamill, right past Love's Truck Stop. Um, so if you're going on 140 East, it is the first house on the left. Um, but our our address is 9257 State Route 140, Warden, Illinois 62097. Um, when you pull in, pull in and, and park in the grass. Um, and, uh, it's a good time. We've had, we've had a few parties there in the, in the past and, and, uh, it's, this is the first bonfire we've had. So this will be, uh, be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's we, supposed to be like ridiculously cold this weekend. So the bonfire will be a lot of fun too. So yeah, for yeah. sure. I hope to see a lot of people out there, but you know, was that Quigs? Sorry. I was uh, trying to move my dogs. I apologize. No, I, mine keeps trying to kill Quinn, so it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Still alive. So, all right, man. So, you know, bring everybody. Bring something. Yeah. To- oh, bring your own chair. I would say that, too, as well. Bring your own lawn chair. We ain't going to have lawn chairs for everybody. Um, but, yeah. Should be a great time. I'm going to be out there, hopefully. It may not be right at 5. i got to pick my kid up from something, but I'll be yeah, out there. Yeah, 5 is a general time. I think most people are going to show up, what, you know. Six to eight. Yeah, I'd say once Somewhere it gets dark, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So make sure you make sure you guys can make it out. We'll put the info again on the Discord and on. Mm-hmm. Is it on the website somewhere? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could work that. I'll work throw it up on you. the Discord for everybody so that Discord, Facebook, the places yep. yeah. that everybody looks. You know, come on out and hang out. And uh, what else we got to talk about here? We have a little bit of housekeeping to do here. So. Yeah, the gear site again. Um, there's team gear up there, so it's not just like league stuff. Like you can go get a Jets T-shirt. If you want, um, why would I want that with red gloves? Oh, yeah. Ooh, wait a minute. Hey, <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> now I'm interested. No, yeah, that's uh, that is on the website. It's uh, the nice home- stuff. Yeah, it is. I'm and- seeing a lot more of it around the league too. Uh, Rick earlier was wearing one of his t-shirts, and yeah, and uh, what I'm seeing looks great. So uh, hopefully everybody gets gets a, a piece of merch for their favorite ge- piece of gear and league- rock your, Yeah, rock your team. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, on the website, just there's a link to the gear site. Just go there, order stuff. It helps the league out. Plus, you look extra fresh. I never look extra fresh. (laughs) All right, so we are now moving on to the week four previews and picks for January 14th. We have a ton of, first up, the Yetis and the Kudas. How do you feel about this one? First off, I just want to say this upcoming slate of games legit it's gonna be a, a fun week yeah i can assure you if, if you're if you show up early and stay late you're gonna have some fun because there's gonna be some really interesting games that day and we have to go over the podcast standings before we oh do, do we this. yeah all right well we're, we're making mean, our predictions mine's right? minor dog shit so i don't want to talk about so <laughs> quinn went two and four last week i feel like it would have been four and two I feel like I feel like I feel like you still went two and four though. (laughs) Before you know who's going and who's not. Yeah, yeah. I went four and two. Rick went three and three. Tom, you went one and five. Man, I'm not good at picking these things, so I don't know what you guys want from me. Now, now, granted, this is really my only only my first real season, like in the league, right? Like I was a waiver player for Gong Show, and then last year we only had what. A, few, a handful of games before the league fell apart. So, right. uh, so I, you know, predicting it's, these teams is a big deal because a lot of you guys have been around these players for a long time, and I'm still learning names and learning. Dude, it's tough. Yeah, it is. It's tough. 
And you know, I, I know who I who I want to win most of these games just based on how my my gut feeling is, but I, I can't tell you who I the, think this week's gonna be super hard. Yeah. Um so with that, they uh, the website is updated. So now we are keeping all of that is on the website under the podcast page. And, can, and and for the record, we're gonna have we're just gonna count Quigs along with Rick's, right? Yeah. Like he's just gonna count with we'll, we'll yeah. put a little slash Quigs after Rick's name so that we know that Quig you know, you yeah. you picked his picks this week since he's it. not here to pick his own picks. So overall standings, yep. we'll go over that real quick. Uh me and Quinn are tied now at twelve and six. And then Rick is in third at eight and ten. And Tom, you're bringing up the rear at five and thirteen. Hey man, I'm you know, I like an underdog. I think that's really what I'm looking at here. I, I like an underdog. So don't call it a comeback. Yep. Yeah. So the first game, two thirty, uh Barracuda's Yetis. I'm just curious if Justin Surrey is gonna be there. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, supposedly he's supposed to be at the rest of the games, but we heard that last time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who told you this? Uh, I don't remember who told me that, but someone mentioned that he the he's... person that told me that he was going to be there the previous games. Yeah, probably. Okay. So, Barracuda Yetis. I'm going to say uh, ten to six Barracudas. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, subs. That's this right. is not a shot on you. That's I mean, okay. it's, it sounds like it's going to be about ten shots on him, but ten low. <laughs> No. I, I'm obviously going Yetis. I, I'm going to take that back. Eight six. Eight six. <laughs> eight six. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Stubbs is a net. <laughs> Tom, who you got? I, I think I got Yetis. Ooh, I do. I, I think honestly, I, I think uh, I don't like our chances now. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm going to change the way I'm thinking about these things. Like I, I, I think the Kudas have a lot of firepower, but I think uh, I think the Yetis have a lot obviously goaltending is, is a big strength for them. Sorry, I'm not trying to jerk you off on your own podcast, but uh, but I think you've got the edge in goaltending and, and defense. But I, Kuda's played a tough game last week, man. They really did. And I'm, I'm not saying that they can't do it again. I'm just saying that I think the Yetis just have a have have a bit of an edge. Before I say my piece, Quiggs, go ahead. Who do you got? I'm going I'm to go Kuda's. I think, I think they're... I mean, they're averaging what twelve goals a game. Yep, you got um, it. Even if you take away the two goals that that you're saving from Quinn, you're probably still looking anywhere between eight to ten goals against. You guys just got to play really structured in order to beat them. Close game, going to Kudas. So I'll say this: I think this game's really it's a really interesting matchup because you've got the Barracudas, who are the highest scoring team per game, going against the Yetis, who are the second best defensive team per game we're giving up the second least amount of goals per game and they're scoring the most per game so i always think it's it's early i feel like you got to get about seven eight games in before you kind of start to judge whether yeah goals against yeah i'm with you you. i'm with you i get what you're saying yeah so i think it's a good matchup it's probably going to be the one of the top matchups of the day yeah, it wouldn't surprise well, me. Oh, if that's uh, I don't know about that though. About that. Yeah, there's just, just uh, all these matchups are really interesting. They're all as to how they line up. Yeah, they're all really good. So the next game is the Sting and Venom. I, I feel oh, like this is. is I feel like one, these man. are two very top-heavy teams. Yeah, it's like they're mirror matches of each with other. not you know the depths different. The depths just not the same as it was in like the Barracudas or the or the Yetis. Yeah, but, this is a tough one for me to pick. Um. I, I'm who's first. You want to go first, Stubbs, since you were first last time around too. Sure, I'm saying Venom. I'm gonna go Venom. I this I, is funny because I picked them to come in tenth. Yeah, 
I'm. I'll say this. I'm Schulte saying the venom. And Schulte's carrying him. Not not because. Uh, and Frank Hart plays a major role in that as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is not because I don't believe in in Kyle Hempen, but Frank Hart has been phenomenal this year. Yeah, yes, and and that makes a massive difference when when you can give up scoring chances, but also get a save out of those scoring chances. That it not only from a morale standpoint, but just from the standpoint of not giving up a goal. Like, right. That's. And, it's and, huge. And think of this, right? Like the sting, we just played the sting. And w- admittedly, you know, we we aren't, maybe some might say, defensively sound, right? Strong goaltender. The Venom have probably, a well, not probably, they have a better defense in Schulte and, and Tim Rands and a, just as good, if not a better goaltender in Frank Hart. And the sting only put up five on us so yeah i i i i I like how people like to label single guys as defense because it is i I find that funny because if it's two on one and three on one right then like i don't understand how that works but you have to have your forwards playing defense with you oh 100 you understand what i'm saying yeah so but yeah i get what you're saying it the, the 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 guys technically playing defense yes those are two you know, redwood trees back there. Yeah, no kidding. What do you think, Quiggs? Who do you like? I'm going to go Venom again. Ooh. I think Venom, home team. Um, Man, I mean, it's, it's you got to stop Schulte. I mean, like we were talking earlier, if, you know, everybody outside of Jake can step up, I mean, you know, the, the team's going to be hard to beat. But, you know, until this team can show, you know, that they're, they can play sound, sound defensively. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're right you know, you, you're not going to, you, you can't, you're not going to be able to stop Jake. You know what I mean? Yeah. So until, until well, I think team you can. You just out, have to have an emphasis of doing it, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. You can't just stick one guy on Jake and say that's, you know, th- no, that's you, who you're covering the entire game and then be done with it, right? If you, you stuck Justin Windmiller on Jake Schulte, he's not going to make it. He's not, nothing's going to happen. If you just said, all right, every time you're out there, you're just going to stand by him. He's Jake Schulte's not going to do anything. I feel like teams have tried that and had a no, hard time no, with no. it. Te- teams probably no, try I don't to, think they have. Teams try playing a team game in regards to that. That's the problem. Is like, right. like when you play trying to team game and and you let him kind of skate around everybody versus just like, all right, let's um, let's just have a guy match up against him and and force every, and force other guys like you were talking yeah, stubs exactly about the Yetis like saying, hey, we're gonna make teams or play uh, players other than who was it you said T- Dickinson and TK Dickinson and TK score well Put- that creates issues for the 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 depth of the roster put the game in the hands of other players mm-hmm. right you got to pick yet i i'm taking the venom i'm really i agree i, 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 agree. Just, I don't think that they're gonna i don't think I, I feel like they're not gonna defend it correctly i yeah. i feel like it's there there's there's a lot of firepower on the venom yep. even if you do single out schulte you're still leaving guys out there that that can still score. Like like it or not, Mearns can score when he needs to, right? Like he's he's a he's a hell of a player, and it's you, you know it's it's just a it's again it's a complimentary piece, right? Like and, you just have to you have to be able to cover that team in so many ways. And my one last comment is Mearns likes to go to the net. Yep. Who's boxing him out? Nobody. If you got Windmiller <laughs> on Schulte, right? Who's who's in front of the well, net? Yeah. I'll see, I'll see, but yeah, I agree with that. You know, that's, I agree with what you're saying. 
So it's a good. It's gonna be a tough task Venom. for this. That's thing. why I picked Venom. Yeah, yeah it'll it, be a tall task for this thing. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have game number. Was that Whew, game number three? Oof. This one is a barn burner. Moose versus this Jets. Is gonna be crazy. Yeah, two teams that admittedly have not shown a ton of defensive play this year. Um, I think it's about. If the well, I I want to see what the rosters like. I hope both rosters are full. Oh, me too. Like I want to see that for the first time. You see Moose with not with Costello, and Jets with not with their goalie. And and I feel like if you have both rosters where they're completely full, this is going to be a fun fun game, dude. I don't even know who to pick here. I, I'm having a hard time picking. Too. I, I it's I'm picking the Jets. Bro. Well, obviously, well, obviously. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, this I, is our toughest task to date. You think so? Yes. Oh, 100%. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could say the last games, but like, you know, there's a you couple had the players in week that we one. Were missing. And well, they were coming off of a back. No, we didn't play Kudas. Week one? Oh, yeah, you yeah, you're yeah, right. Well, I'm you're just right, looking right. at, yeah. I'm just looking yeah. at, yeah, yeah and, week and one. We, and we, but that was also, to be fair, that was also based off of kind of what we thought teams were going to be, not right. what they've been doing. Yeah. Right. You know, and right. the Kudas are, we're figuring out it's pretty, fairly legit. Yeah. So, uh, Quiggs, who do you have in this? Because I'm, man, this one's probably, this is the problem is making these bets before you, you know, know who is going to be there and who's not. Yeah, but that's part of the fun, right? Like we have to make these picks, and then we have to live with them, which is yeah. why I'm like awful at it. So, <laughs> Quigs, who you got? On the on the, I think it starts with the back end, man. Goalies. Um, if Joe can be Joe, I think they have a little bit of slight edge with your guys's uh, firepower. Um, if it's kind of the same thing with the Moose, man. If you can stop their top three guys, you know, Costillo, Lyons, Burton, um, you know, comes down to depth. I think you guys just got just the edge in the depth area, just a little bit. I, I'm i honestly going to take the if Jets. Everybody's there. If yeah. everybody's there. Yeah, that's that's the caveat to this, right? Is we're assuming even we like, have to, yeah, because like, we, we don't, can't we don't we know. can't know that. Like we could make these picks a day before the the games, and it would be a much easier task. I know we don't normally do scores. I'm gonna say Jets win fifteen to twelve. Ooh. I think this game's gonna Holy be holy shit. I think this game's gonna just be nuts. Joe's five hole is open, and Josh Pate's glove is there. <laughs> Josh Pate's <laughs> not even in the paint. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Five of the goals come from him just coming out of the crease. Yeah. No, I'm just so, you, so everybody else has picked Jets. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I have a lot of faith in Pate to just stand on his head when he needs to, right? Like if you're talking about back this is end. It's a Josh first, Pate game, bro. It is. It is. It's gonna be one of those <laughs> really games is. where like he's gonna either he's gonna make a, a tremendous amount of ridiculous saves outside of the crease or or Joe's going to stand on his head and and be a brick wall and nobody's going to get anything through but it's it's so tough man like yeah, yeah. like if i i can't pick based on players because i feel like they're really evenly matched it's to me it's it's a goaltending battle who's going to who's going to let in the fewest right and it's like I don't want to pick I don't I don't want to pick the moose because I know I'm I'm horrible at making I picks because I'm already thinking of a game plan for this. this I know you great. are and and <laughs> and I hope they are too but uh you know what fuck it I'll take the moose. Give All me right. the moose. All right. 
I, I'm with you, Quiggs. I just the only reason I lean Jets is I like their depth a little better. But I think honestly this game's a toss up. Yeah. I, I genuinely can't yeah. I can't tell you who's gonna win it. I think it's gonna be a fun one to watch though. It's gonna be one of those games that I stick around for. Yeah. I mean that Yeah, I, I feel like I'll be calling a lot of goals. See? See he knows. You can just keep Costello's name pretty much off that list. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right, well, uh, next up in the 7 o'clock game, we have the Thundercats and the Wolves. This is essentially the uh, tale of yeah. the two teams that have struggled, right? But, like, yep. teams saw a promise in them. Yeah. So. I, I think it's both teams are kind of kind of, found, kind of found their skates last game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, mean, the I Wolves, could see that. Wolves showed a lot of promise. I mean, they were in... Most of their games, if not all of them. I mean, they have a 5 4 game first week against the Yetis. Yep. Um, they were in it with the Wolves or the Moose, the Moose. until I think the end of the, end of the uh, game. And then, you know, they, they come they, back. They turned it on against the Jets. So, yeah. I mean, kind of the same thing on our end. We're, you know, we're, we did some line changes. Um, we did move Payne up to forward. We did have Craig with us. So I think our offense is starting to pick up. If our defense can stay solid, it was, it'd be hard to beat us. I'm, take, I'm taking Thundercats 9-4. to four. Whoa, 9-4. to four. You have Hell. to stop A.J. AJ Williams, right? Like That's a tough, that's exactly that's a tough task. Sorry, Quiggs, I'm taking the Wolves. Yeah? All yeah. right. Why are you taking the Wolves? I... I like Shane Walth. Um, I think Brandon Payne will get his fair share, but I I don't know. I, I think uh, I think kind of similar to the Jets' moose, I think I like the Wolves' depth just a little better, and I think I lean towards Shane Wall over, over Killam just a little bit. But I think this would be another – I'm calling overtime in this one. Yeah. OT game. I like that. I'm going to go – I'm getting the game later. Oh, my good friend and longtime softball buddy, Shane Wall. <laughs> I like that Kavarik was there. I'm going to say Kavarik in the Wolves. So you're going the Wolves, huh? I like that their, their, their depth finally come out. My pick. Man, this is another toss-up, right? Dude, like, I know. It really is. They're, they're all. I really hope Kavarik yeah. is um, <laughs> You know, I've seen a lot of Shane Wall lately as far as just pickup games and just kind of just playing against him, he's tough to play against, man. He's a great goaltender. He, he, uh, he's a big body. He, he really, he really has a, has a, a good eye on the puck these days. He's tracking it. Well, I, I, I like the wolves, but then again, Brandon Payne, man, like I feel like he has a point to prove, right? Like he's, he's been one of the better players around around this league in a while, you know, for a long time. And I think he, he's he's due for a kind of a, a big breakout game. Um, but then again, you got AJ Williams on the other. It's like a battle between two goaltenders and the two and those two guys, right? Yeah. Like Payne heard his name was on the block and he's like, fuck that. Yeah, F that. <laughs> I really want to be a Thundercat, right? Um I I think I'm gonna go Thundercats. All right. This will be a fun. This is gonna be a fun week, man. Oh, like, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm sad that I'm playing at 10 p.m. because that means I'm gonna be there for like nine hours that day if I choose to be there all day. But I know we got uh, that early game. Oh well, I got the late game, so yeah. it's it's gonna be a, a long day, but it's gonna be a fun one. 
Um, moving on, we got game five. Yeah, we got 30. Wolves and Outlaws. Outlaws, I'm taking this one just because of Wolves are on a doubleheader. And you haven't seen it yet, except for Moose. No, Yeti's had it. Hello. Yeti's just had it last week. Yeah, I'm an idiot. (laughs) But I am taking Outlaws. I think their speed is... They got to figure it out, man. They got to get this one because the second game game for them is going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, the the challenge they're going to see with the Thundercats is that they're they're going to be really evenly matched, but there's some top level skill going on on the on the Outlaws that they're going to have to compete with. I, I'm ta- I'm with Quinn. I'm taking Outlaws just because of the double the double header. After experiencing it myself, like it's rough, and I think these teams are too close. That again, assuming even rosters, I, I yeah, I just got the Wolves. I think you got the Wolves. I'm the sorry, outlaws? the Outlaws. Okay. Um, yeah, just that double header is, is just very rough. Quiggs, what, what do you got, buddy? All right, I'm going to take the Wolves. They're going to be pissed off that they lost in Thundercats the game before that. So <laughs> I like it. That's, that's, gonna, not a bad, that's not a bad angle to take. I like the strategy. They're going to step it up and uh, do what they can. Outlaws still kind of struggle uh, to find their to find each other. Um, if they find each other, it'd be a closer game. But I'm still taking the Wolves. Shane's Shane stands on his head when he has to. Nice. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. I think I think you're going to see Shane have a, have a, some big plays and really throw the outlaws off their game, cause some frustration again, and taking the wolves. I I feel like I should, but right. but then I have to play the outlaws after that. So, um, you know, I haven't read it down yet. So, honestly, I think on the back to back, I'm probably going to take the outlaws. But I think it's going to be a closer game than than we're probably than a lot of people will think. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I'm talking like maybe like ten eight overtime. No, no, no. I don't think it goes to OT. I think if the, if it goes to OT, outlaws obviously. Like if if they're playing two games and then an, an overtime period, like nah, man, they're they're going to be yeah. It's going to be a rough one for them. Um, but I, I I think the outlaws have a really solid chance of taking that one. But you know. You get good play out of wall, and, and all of a sudden the game changes, right? Like it could be a whole different game. So, um, but I take I outlaws. Think, I think, I think this is a make or break weekend for those outlaws because if they come out of this weekend and they come out of the weekend what zero and five, yep. If they come out of this weekend zero and five, and then you got you know trade blocks right, trade deadlines right around the corner, man. That's true. Um, you know the with they're they've got to come out with blood these two games they have to you That's know true. looking for blood anyway um, because this is I mean this is kind of a make or break weekend in my opinion for the for that team. So on that topic, real quick, um, they are currently only two points behind you guys and the Wolves, but they play the Wolves. So if they lose that game to the Wolves, that means the Wolves are going to be at least four points ahead of them. Wow. That's a big. That's a big differential to make up with as many weeks as we have game. left. Yeah. So this. I mean, he's kind of right. This is a huge weekend for the Outlaws because if if the Thundercats beat the Wolves and then the Wolves beat the Outlaws, that means that the the Outlaws, depending on what happens in that game against the Raptors, would be four points behind both of those teams going into that game against the Raptors. So at the end of the at the end of the week, if they lose both of them, they're six games out. Yeah. 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 
All right, moving on to the 10 o'clock game. We have the Raptors and the Outlaws. I Raptors. I'm I'm with you, Quinn. Fuck, man. I'm going <laughs> Raptors too. So, Quinn, we, we had the exact same picks other than the first game when I picked the Yetis and you went Barracudas. Okay. All right. I feel confident in that. Good. That, I'm glad. I, I feel very confident right now. Why is that? Good. Why do you because guys feel so confident? Because him and I are in the lead. And every other game's a tie, and I feel confident in Barracudas. I think he took Yetis knowing, like, they 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 played well. They've, they've won two in a row. Two in a row? Yeah. Okay. So that's fair. The but only game I've lost, like, I wasn't there. Just saying. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Tire pump. Ooh. Maybe he <laughs> needs yes. something better than a third star. But, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, I, that's, that, game's a, that game's close to a toss-up. This is, I feel like, who did the Barracudas play before this? They the played Raptors, Raptors before this. You guys, the Thundercats, and the Venom. This is like their true like test of team that is clo- really close to them as far as talent level. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Quig, so you like the Raptors, the Outlaws? Man. Outlaws are on a doubleheader. And, and again, they're going to be fighting for me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm, I'm a reach and I'm going to go. I think, I do think the Raptors are a bit of an underdog um, because they play so hard early on in every game. Right. It's and I think so this, good. this is, might be the game where they, they play hard early on, right. And they get the lead. But do the outlaws come alive in the third period of a second game? Question. That's where I'm. That's where I'm going to go with it. I mean, especially if, especially if the outlaws lose to the wolves, they they're going to go into that game knowing that they can't lose, and it'll be a grinder. But I'm going to pick the outlaws. Outlaws. All right. Woo. Yeah. Nice. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go against the. The double status, head of green. The status quo. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you think, hang on. So you think the I'm, outlaws. I'm a Stephen A. Smith up in this game. Hey, <laughs> there yeah. you go. So you think the outlaws lose their first game of the double header, but win their second game of the double header. Actually, yeah. you have both. Like Essentially, yeah. this all yeah. stems off of the Thundercats beating, beating the Wolves. The wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom? I love it. Are you going. Going Raptors. I have to go Raptors. Great, yeah. And, and I, I feel very similarly about the Raptors that you guys feel about the Outlaws. Like, this is a make or break week for us, I think. Uh, it's going to be, um, you know, it, it's a it's a big task. And I know the Outlaws coming off of that first game are going to be worn down a bit, but they're, you know, they're going to be tired. But I, that doesn't stop skill, right? Like, there's a lot of top end skill on that team that, that the Raptors are just going to have to outwork in a lot of ways. And at 10 o'clock at night, if these guys are still, you know, if, if the outlaws find their second wind and, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a, a tough game for the Raptors to just to, to kind of inflict their will. Tom, I don't, I don't mean to burst your bubble. I think um, it's going to come down to the third period. Go yeah. ahead, And see, that's why I think the Raptors take right. over. Right. I think the outlaws are just going to be tired. I mean, it's, it's tough. I I know people are back. Oh, I could do it, but no. I mean, it is. I, I sincerely agree. It's it's a rough. You know that those back to back games have got to be tough. But if you're if you're the if you're the outlaws coming off of potentially a, a a loss in that first game, and 
you have to show up just pissed to that second game. Yeah. And and I just hope that, you know, that we as a team can come together and just be ready for it. Because if they come out swinging and we don't like we did last week, like we just come out flat like we did last week, it's going to be tough, man. Yeah. It's going to be a rough night. You know what? I'm going to save what I was going to say because we're going to go over the standings. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to save what I had for you until we get to that. No, oh, okay. All right. I Really, I I just... I'm trying to trying to find a way that that you know trying to find a win right now really like our team just needs a win. If we get a win, then everything changes for our squad, I feel like. I feel like that's what we're losing right hey, right now. I'll tell you this, this is your chance. You're playing a team that's 0 and 3 going into this week. They have a tough game against the Wolves before that. They're on the back half of a doubleheader. of a doubleheader. This is your chance to get your first win. All right. This is why I kind of feel like the Outlaws the Raptors win. If they were to win, they'd be like, oh, it's our first win. Second game, foot off the pedal, sort of, because they got that first win. If they lose the first game, it's like, fuck, here we go again. We're in our doubleheader now. Yep. I, I just... Talking the outlaws, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's week number four previews coming up on January 14th. Make sure you're... Uh, you're ready to go that night because it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting evening. So, well, moving on, what do we got next? Standings. Slash. Yeah, let's take a look at standings real quick and kind of see where where everybody's at. Yeah, now that we're we're you know three weeks in, some teams have played four, some teams have played three. Do we want to go by division or by the league? Let's just go by league right now. By league, yeah. All right. So currently, the Moose are in first, three and one, six points. Um, their goal differential is plus sixteen, and they are three and one in their division. They they're the only team that's played. Uh, maybe not, but they've played all four of their games have been divisional games. Okay. So, um, I mean we've talked about them. I don't know. Yeah, we. I mean we know what we're getting with the Moose, yeah. right? Like lots of scoring. Yeah, and kind of same with Barracudas. They're also three and one. They have a plus eighteen goal differential. Um, they're two and one in their division. So the only game they lost was to you guys on the, which was their second half of a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next is the Venom, which, real quick, I think that's interesting that... Well, we'll get into that. Uh, so the Venom are also 3-1. and one. Um, Their goal differential is only 9, but they are 2-1 and one in their division as well. Then the Yetis, 3-1. and one, um, one and 1 in our division. Then it comes the Jets at 2-1, oh, and 0-1, and 2-1 and one in their division games. Sting, 2-2. Two and two. Uh, they are two and one as well in their division. Thundercats one and two, one and one in the division, and then Wolves are one and two as well. Zero oh and one in the division, and then Outlaws and Raptors are both zero oh and three, and both. Well, sorry, Outlaws are zero oh and two in the division. Raptors are one oh three in their division. And that's what I was going to say, Tom. I don't mean to burst your bubble. I don't have a bubble. You are you are currently five points behind the Jets, who are in fourth place in the Show Me. And that's why I think it's interesting. Because we, we, we talked about how good we thought the Lincoln was going to be. I want to say we will not lose another game, but never lose again. He Ooh. says that's that's you a never rough know. One. People might have to miss games. Well, that yeah, yeah, it does happen. But you know, I think it's funny that we talked and we yeah. thought the the show me would be the weaker division with like some top heavy teams, and then it's the early. Lincoln. Yeah, it it's is early. early. It, it really is early. Is early. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tune too much into those standings. But to that point, the Raptors, I mean, you guys got to get points. 
you're you're five games back. If the Jets, which have a non-divisional game, play the rap, beat the Moose, they've now got seven, and then you've got the Yetis, Venom, and Barracudas. Now the the Yetis and Barracudas play each other, so not both of those teams can get two points. Right, but. To, to my point, right? You could have a team... One of us is going to have eight points. And then... An, so you're going to be... You're going to be behind the eight ball if you cannot win that game against the Outlaws. And I think that's one of the things that needs to be kind of shared amongst the Rap, the Raptor locker room is, is, you know, these are important games coming up for us because we have this one this month and then next month you we have our double header. And, and we need points. So we need everybody to show up ready to kick ass, take names, right? Like we need that. So yeah. hopefully we get around to it. I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about us being, I think it, uh, we're like the last two weeks of the double headers. Thundercats are. So I don't know how, how that's going to affect. I mean, that's four point, you know, four games in the last three, three weeks five games in the last three weeks. Yeah. Well, that to be with the schedule change, you're actually not anymore. You're, you're basically week eight and nine is your double headers. And then you've got two weekends after that before playoffs where you do not have the double header. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, but on the flip side though, right? Like if you guys make trades or or if you guys kind of get your your chemistry together, that's a chance to rack up some points. For sure. Well, it's going to be an interesting month, I would imagine. Right, we get through Christmas and hopefully come the fourteenth, everybody's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I think I think matchup wise, this is probably the most intriguing. Yeah, I agree with that. The the most intriguing the storylines between one. each between each team that's playing each other. Yeah. Well, and it takes a few weeks for those storylines to start to build. For sure. Too, right. right? Absolutely. Like you, you can't, you can't have everybody at O and O and expect right. storylines to no. really start to kind of no, happen. You have to, true. you need to have some drama, right? You need yeah. to have some of these games where guys are getting chippy and throwing things yeah. around and yeah. Injury injuries and, and guys missing plays a role in that. Yeah, right? it absolutely does. So. I All think right. That was the theme of last week, wasn't it? Week yeah. three. Guys was, missing. you know, guys yeah. missing, big guys, big names missing. And um, because of that, you know, some teams weren't able to pick up the slot. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. All right. Well, that about wraps us up for this week. How how you feeling about Is this? Is that it? Yeah, that's it, man. We went through the list of stuff. Damn. We even have the end right here on the bullet points. It says end. Now I have to come up with some kind fart of clever noise. ending. Yeah, yeah Rick Actually, always puts fart noise. fart noise. Well, I don't have one of those. I have a... Not the same. No, yeah. it's not, but that's okay. We'll go with it. So, All right. <laughs> All right, Will, we appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit, Quiggs. Yeah, thanks, Quiggs. Yeah, thanks, we appreciate dude. it. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, everything's anytime, all right with Rick. We, uh, we definitely appreciate you joining us, and thanks again to everybody else who joined us this week. We will catch you at the, uh, I guess, the end of January for the next podcast, and we'll see you all down at the Y on the 14th. Uh, well, hopefully we see you all at the oh, bonfire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bonfire, bonfire this bonfire. weekend. Come on out. Come yeah. out. It's a good time. We, you can watch, yeah. you can watch <laughs> Quinn drink beer in real life. It's, it's pretty. <laughs> it's a marvel. It's an absolute marvel. Hey, I like tequila. If you guys like tequila with lime, you know, I'm, I'll bring uh -oh. some tequila, and I'll, I'll whip out the lime. We'll slice it up, slice uh, the dice. There you go. Quick, nice. quick, you like on the side. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You don't is need is salt. Hamill technically Margaritaville now? Is that what's going sort on? Sort of. You don't need no. You don't need no salt. There you, you just go. Need the wine. All right, guys. We'll see you all hopefully this weekend for the bonfire. Otherwise, we'll see you the 14th at the Y. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you all around.